Hey everybody, I hope you are well. I hope you and the family are great. Welcome to another edition of I'm Still Standing. And I hope, you know, you guys are taking care of yourself and having a great time living. If anything, this past year has taught us. And you can catch me at alexandrialpage.com. That is my website. And then you can catch me on Facebook at Alexandria Page, Twitter, Alex Page 5959, Instagram, Alex Page 5656. And you can catch me on TikTok at Alex Page 15. Um, the shirts are smaller sizes are fifteen dollars, and the larger sizes are fifteen. I'm sorry, the smaller are twelve, and the larger are fifteen. The hats are fifteen, and you can simply uh, support by going to Cash App T I S U dollar sign. I'm sorry, dollar sign T I U S E again dollar sign. T-I-S-E-U. All right. So I was sitting around thinking about what would this one be about this week. And as I was thinking, and, you know, it's been a lot uh, going on from, you know, sickness and family death and all of that. And... I was just sitting and kind of really just asking God, what would I say on this one? And I thought about life is like a book of chapters, many stories, many um, things, you know, some good, some bad, some fairy tales, some horror stories, some mediocre stories. But life is filled with, with with chapters, with the good, the bad, the ugly. We all somehow believe that in our humanness that we all get the good and never the bad. The, when the bad knocks us off our rock, we somehow begin to think, hmm, it's based off what we deserve or or what we think should happen. God never promised us that the chapters would always be comfortable for us. He never promised that every story of our lives would be beautiful, that every story of our lives would smell like roses, you know. I've I've been in crushing seasons, uh, chapters where my life never felt so dark and, and gray. But that chapter was working for my good. It was a part of a beautiful story that God was writing in my story. It just didn't feel good. So you might be in the chapter of death right now. That's a part of life, but it doesn't mean we get used to it. You might be in the chapter of uh, loss of a relationship or, you know, the idea of what your life was supposed to be according to your plans. See, the thing about it is we get mad that the chapter doesn't look the way we planned because somehow we plan 
our lives and we didn't consult God. And then when he does the opposite, we blame him for it. And really, we never asked him. We planned something that we didn't invite him to the party about. You know, we planned that relationship. We were planning that move to another city that he, he never told us. He, we we planned that financial move, and he never told us. Man, I have been there when I have tried to rush ahead of my chapters to get to the next part of my book. Man, I mess up so bad. I mess up fully and completely. When I try to do that, when I try to write my own story and try to figure out what should be in my story, who should be in my story, what should be in my story, man, I mess it up so bad. But when I lean not to my own understanding and trust his plan and trust his writing of the story, I once heard it said, it said once, and it was such a, a really good thought, it is he who writes our story, not I, meaning God writes it, not me. So leave the pen in his hands. That's what it's basically, just leave the pen in his hands. Because he writes a better story than you or me could ever write. And we're so busy trying to write our own story like we have this power. Like, I can write a book or a poem, whatever, that's what God gave me. But I cannot write my own life story. That's not my power. That's it's not my job to write my own story. My job is to get out of the way and let him write the colors of my story and get and let him do what he does best. Sometimes we, we're trying to get out of our lane by trying to do all of God's work instead of sitting back and allowing him to do whatever it is he needs to do in our lives. See, I've learned the verses that God writes for my life is so much better. It runs so much easier when I step back and let him do what he does, man. You know, I'm learning over this past year how little control I have and how much control God has. I think he's teaching me patience, too. That every chapter is not going to happen right now. A delayed chapter does not mean a denied chapter. It just means simple delayed because either... There's a couple of things I'm not ready for, or God protecting me from something. And I thank God for some of the chapters he didn't give me in my life. So, I hope that blessed you out this episode on I'm Still Standing. Um, okay, the thought for this week. I dare you to go and try something that makes you terrified. Something that gets you out of your comfort zone. But grows you, not nothing that'll hurt you or somebody around you, or be detrimental to you, to you or your character, but something that just makes you scared, or something I, that just takes you out of your comfort zone. That's part one. And then I dare you to so write down five things this week that you're surrendering to God. R read them, pray over them, and give it totally to Him. And you get out of the way and see won't he do something awesome. I love you guys and there's nothing you can do about it. I'll see you next time on I'm Still Standing. Hey everybody. Welcome to another edition of I'm Still Standing. 
Either you are with your girl, your neighbor, your friend, Alex Page, and I pray that all is well with you, and I pray that you're staying safe still out there, no matter if you got the vaccination or not. Um, so I've been thinking about, you know, what would I say this week's episode as it drops, and I was thinking, you know, it it's Mother's Day this weekend, and some of us are blessed to still have our moms, and some, um, like me, are celebrating the legacy that's left behind because they have made the transition. Um, we're grateful for the time that God allowed us to have, but days like this, we're not gonna lie, we, sh- we still hurt. We might not mourn the way we used to, but it is a day that's kind of bittersweet for a lot of us. And I wanted to um, speak to y'all and maybe encourage what I've learned and what's helped me um, along the journey. Um, so this one's the title of, this one is The Power of a Praying Mama. The Power of a Praying Mama. Um, there is a song that when I was growing up in church, New Zion Baptist Church in Buffalo, New York. Um, our pastor, Dr. John David Williams, shouts out to him. Um, 77 last week, an amazing man there. But anyway, um, no, it neither here there. But he used to sing, if I could hear my mother pray again all the time. And a lot of us who lost our moms would just start bowling. We would just start crying. But we, I think it wasn't the fact that we were still mourning. It was that we missed what was. We missed the the version of our lives before we became the children without parents. Um, for me, I don't mourn like I did 24 years ago. My mom was murdered by the hands of her boyfriend. I don't mourn like that anymore. I have the hope and the blessed assurance. That she is now in resting in glory now. She's in heaven. And although I didn't have many memories because I was seven years old, the time that I have is beautiful. Like uh for me, one of my precious memories that I that I think of now is um we would watch movies and pop parmesan popcorn. I would put the parmesan cheese on popcorn. And to this day, if I'm gonna watch a movie with some popcorn, I have to have parmesan cheese. Or me sleeping snuggled up to, next to her. Um so the song would bring back all of those memories. But at the same time, it, I think it was tears of gratefulness. Because even though it wasn't a a long time, it was a beautiful time. And uh I think a matter of fact, I know now that God was trusting me with pain, not sentencing me to pain. I heard that um, from Pastor John Gray one time, and I didn't understand it. So I look back over my life, I'm like, yeah, God knew that I could handle it. So for somebody out there who's dreading Mother's Day like I sometimes do, still do after 24 years, um... Try to remember the good. Try to remember her praying with you. I remember my mom teaching me the Lord's Prayer. 
I remember her being on her knees, literally with me, praying and and teaching me about God. So that when she left this world, I would literally have a foundation to start on. Um, I miss her terribly, but I'm also grateful for the legacy, the foundation she gave me. Um, I'm grateful that no, no one will ever be able to take her spot in my heart and in my soul. But God also expanded my heart to love other women in my life that were there to guide me, love me, and, and um, you know, bless me and show me the way. Um, I would not be the woman without her, her firsthand print on my heart and other women in my life that God blessed me with. And so, yes, this weekend may be hard, and it's going to probably, but try to be grateful for the memories that you had, for the life that you've been given with them. And even though they've departed, I, I truly believe that they're still with us. And I, I still think that they give us winks from heaven if we're only brave enough to look sometimes. And no one can tell you how to feel if they're not a member of this. This is a club that you can only be a member of the club when you're a member of it. And no one knows it until they're there. So they have to look at that casket and say goodbye. And for all those who are have your mom, I hear people say, you know, my mom's getting on my nerves. That gets under my skin. Because you never know when they'll be gone. Enjoy them. Be grateful. Honor them. Because tomorrow, man, your life could change in a in a minute. Um, the power of a, a praying mama can change the atmosphere, can change the world, can make demons tremble, can pray that child that's gone two shoes left, um, that's done things that you know that you have not put in them. Man, I've seen my grandmamas and my mamas pray. Man, they can, them prayers pray you through. I'm reaping some of those prayers now in my life, man. I'm weeping. I know I am. See, long after you're gone, some of those prayers will be answered. And I know, I know that I'm sitting on a lot of my mama's prayers, a lot of my grandmama's prayers, my aunts, people who, who I've, who've lost, I've lost. I haven't lost. They've gone to heaven. So we honor those that are here and we continue to honor the legacy of those who have gone on no, your prayers are not in vain. I'm sending love to all those who are a little bit weary of this weekend. I know. I've been there. It's probably the hardest thing you'll ever do. One of them is try to get through that day. But literally, find the good in the day. Try to find it and find yourself. Be around positivity, love. And, and if you have a moment, I've learned to just let yourself have it. It's okay. And try to find a way to laugh even though it hurts. So I love you. I'm in the words of Erica Campbell. I'm taking this. I'm gonna give it to her this one time and I'm gonna use it. I love you and I mean it. Um I'm sending you a whole bunch of love and I pray that this Mother's Day is the best Mother's Day for everybody and that you enjoy it. And I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. So join me again next time right here on 
I'm still standing. I pray that you guys have an amazing weekend. And I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. And don't forget to catch me on the gram at AlexPage5656 or Twitter AlexPage5959. Or you can hit me up on Facebook at Alexandria Page. Or you can hit me up on my website, AlexandriaLPage.com. One word, AlexandriaLPage.com. Peace and blessings. Till the next time. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of I Am Still Standing. I'm your girl, your author, your friend, your, your neighbor of the book I'm Still Standing. Um, you can catch me on Instagram at AlexPage5656 or you can catch me on Facebook at Alexandria Page or you can head over to my website at alexandralpage.com at alexandralpage.com so um well this couple last couple weeks i've been kind of quiet um april 8th my family kind of experienced death and it was really a hard one um so, I think we've all been trying to literally just process and be with each other through this season. Um, Michael Jr., Ernest Levy, but we called him Jr. He was like a second dad to me and just was, was one of the best uncles you could ever ask. My granddaddy's baby brother passed up, made his transition from this life to the next. So I think a part and all of and the other things happening, um, just trying to kind of sit still for a while and be intentional about really investing in my family and and making sure that they're good, really us taking care of one another. Um, it has been a crazy few weeks. It's been almost going on three months now and. Um, it's weird feeling to still feel like, well, I'm sorry, two months, to feel like it just happened yesterday. And the funny thing about grief is, it comes in waves, like, I'm I'm so good some days, some of my family was so good, and then there are days when it's just, it's unreal, the idea to fathom. This guy who I call my superhero, who's always there, no matter what, who I can talk to about everything, anything, and was always the one to tell me the things I wanted to hear and the things I did not want to hear. Always there to give me a new perspective on something. One of my biggest fans and cheerleaders. And so now we're trying to embrace the new normal without him. And he would always take me on dates. To teach me what a woman should expect in a man. And 4th of July is coming up. We always, always met here in South Carolina. Home base. For the 4th of July. Always. Never failed. It happened. Unless, you know, life happened and we just couldn't. But most, uh, nine times out of ten, 
4th of July week, we're all going to be together. Now, you have to figure out what life looks like this 4th of July without my hero, a brother, a father, husband of 30-something years, father of three amazing men, kings, grown men, um, grandfather, four amazing grandkids, you know, that's, that's crazy to think, but I also know that God doesn't make mistakes, he's too wise of a God to make a mistake, but in the process of it doesn't mean it's easy, so I think, I've learned that grief is just like this, it's like an up and down roller coaster, you just have to let it ride until the ride is over and it's okay and I'm learning slowly and through this process each day that you just gotta feel what you're feeling if it sucks it sucks if you're sad you're sad if you're happy you're happy whatever it is and eventually you'll get to a place of peace of steadiness yes I have a hope of eternity. I have a hope of Jesus. But that doesn't mean that we're not human. We must still go through the process. We don't mourn like the world mourns. As though we have no hope. But we still must go through the process. Because the flesh part of us lost something. A part of you that was there for almost all your life. I am 36 years old. And for 36 years... This man has been a part of my life. And having to learn how to live life without him is weird in so many levels. But I'm so thankful that I gave him his flowers while he was here. I'm thankful, man. And it's okay to take your time and heal. It just is. Grief, I often heard like this is like a slow and steady river. It just keeps flowing and flowing. Some days you're able to stand on top of it and stand still and kind of brace yourself. And then some days it takes you over. But it's okay. You're eventually going to be okay if you just keep trying to stand up. And so, that's my one for this week, is simply, it's okay to, to be still while, you, while you're grieving and not try to fix it. And just trust that the God of your faith has you in the palm of his hands. I love you guys. I pray nothing but the best. I pray you are all well. And I will catch you on another episode of I'm Still Standing. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of I'm Still Standing with your girl Alex Page. I hope you are doing fine. I hope that you're staying safe and healthy out there. And doing what you need to do to just take care of yourself. Check me out on Facebook at Alexandria Page. And on Twitter, Alex Page 5959 And hit me up on Instagram at Alex Page 5656 so I was sitting around thinking about what would this week's episode be about. 
And so this idea kept coming to me is knowing when to let go, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a person, whether it be a thing in our lives, whatever that thing is, um, knowing when to let go. Um, so I was sitting there just thinking about my own letting go spirit. Uh, experience my first one really knowing that there was nothing I could do unless God changed the situation provided a miracle and it was just I was going to have to surrender and lean into to the waves and trust that he knew what he was doing it was a couple years ago I think about 12 years ago it's not a couple years ago but 12 years ago now my dad was dying he had heart problems, multiple issues, and we knew, and he was too weak for a transplant. We knew that things were coming to an end very quickly. We knew that it was over. God spoke to us. And I remember our um, former first lady had passed away, and all of us were going to our sister's church in Toledo, Ohio. And I remember being, my granddad was actually supposed to go, but he couldn't get off, and I went with my grandma. And I remember she said something that stuck with me forever. She said, many times we're trying to hold on to things that are not meant to, to be here anymore. The Bible says, she she said, there's a scripture that said, loose me and let me go. I have finished my race. And if for some reason in that moment, the dam broke, I started to cry. Because I realized that I was being selfish in that moment. I was trying to hold on to something that wasn't there anymore. That I should just accept what was coming lean into it and be grateful for the time that we had and had have because whatever i was doing to try to stop what was gonna come was gonna happen whether i had no control it was all in god's timing his way and whatever he was going to do he was going to do no matter what i tried that was the moment that I realized how little power I had and how much power he had. And I realized something. Sometimes we're trying to hold on to stuff that's not for us. Sometimes we're trying to hold on to stuff that's not meant to be here anymore. It's not because we 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 want to keep it and we want it in our lives. It's because our selfish needs is we don't know how to let go. And I had to realize that it was not about me. My dad was wasted away. In a bed, being half of the person he was. And me wanting him to stay here was not because I thought God could do this miracle. God had spoken he could do this miracle. The miracle was letting him go to be free and to be healed on the other side. Sometimes the healing that we want don't happen here. Sometimes the mending of the relationship is just forgiving and letting that person go. Sometimes the season of that relationship is just over. Sometimes the miracle is simply just learning to let go and trusting the process and trusting that God knows exactly what he's doing. We're so busy trying to hold on to things that are not meant for us to hold on anymore. That we're missing the blessing of what was and the blessing of the, of an ending. For every ending, God has something to be a new beginning. And it did not mean for one second that I don't miss my daddy. But that was my first encounter with realizing that there are sometimes some seasons in your life where you have to just surrender and give it up and lean into the pain, lean into the waves of life and trust that whatever God is going to allow, it's for
It's for a plan, and he knows exactly what he is doing in your life. That does not mean for one second or one minute that he that you are not loved by him, that he doesn't he's not excited about you, that he doesn't care about you. Sometimes it's just simply the season's over. Whatever your season you're in right now, whether it be the let go or whether it be letting go of someone, or whether it be so let someone going to heaven and you know what's happening or not it's okay to let go it's more painful to hold on and kick and scream than it is to let go and feel the weight of the pain of what it is I had to realize that it was okay to, to let go it was okay to be sad he was my hero but I had to love him enough to say God let your will be done and you have to do that whatever situation it is in your life, whatever it is. It may not be death, it may not be sickness or pain, but whatever it is, you know what it is. You have, there comes a point where you have to surrender it to him and let him do whatever he's going to do. Because it's going to be whatever it's going to be, whether you choose to let it go or not. We do more harm to ourselves thinking that we're in control, thinking that we've got the answers, thinking that we know what's what's best, when really we don't. When really, really, really we don't. God created us. He knew this day would come. He knew the seasons you would be in. And he gave you everything you would need to, to get through the season. You just don't want to go through the pain to get to the good stuff. Sometimes you have to go through that. And it's growing you. Losing him was one of the hardest things ever. But surrendering and learning that I have no control over it. Yeah. Now, surrendering doesn't mean that you give up or or you curl in the ball. It just means you walk forward while your heart is still breaking and trusting God to mend it. Walk forward while your heart is breaking and trusting God to mend it. And acknowledging that this moment sucks. Acknowledging that it stinks. I had to learn that. I was so busy trying to fix everything and keep all the, the plates in the air that finally they crashed around me. I had to realize that God was in control of the plates. And my job was to just be still and know that he was working it for my good. So whatever season you're in, if you're in your let go season, know that it's okay. Take a breath. Trust God. Know that he is, he is God and he's going to take care of you. And don't make permanent decisions based off of temporary information. Alright guys, I love you. I hope this week's episode blessed you. I hope you're taking care of yourself again. Don't forget to catch me on this Facebook streets at Alexandria Page. Then again, you can catch me on, Fate, on Instagram sorry, at AlexPage5656 and Twitter. Alex Page 5959. And you guys can always go and get my book at westbowpress.com. My book, I'm Still Standing. Um, thank you guys for supporting it. So many of you have told me that it's blessing you. I am so grateful for that. Thank you and be blessed. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Hey guys, thanks for joining another episode of I'm Still Standing. 
thanks for being a part of this community. I am honored every time that you guys listen and uh, head over to Spotify. If you want to, it's simply Alex Page, and it's I'm Still Standing. I'll put this latest episode over there um, as soon as possible, but there's a few over there now. Um, thank you guys for joining. You guys can catch me over there on those Instagram streets at AlexPage5656. Or you can catch me on those Facebook streets at Alexandria Page. I would love to communicate with you. And I am on those Twitter streets at AlexPage5959. I would love to talk with you. And you can catch me on AlexPage6060 at gmail.com alexpage6060 at gmail.com had to think about it sorry guys got a little bit of a brain freeze on that one but anyway thank you for hanging out with me today so I was thinking about what would I say today and today a little nugget that I received as I was thinking and trying to figure out what would be said on this week's episode is simple. Romans 8 and 28. All things work together for the good of them who love God are called according to his purpose. And so today I was going to talk about check your purpose. So I was thinking as I was um, trying to figure out the narrative of what I would say today. Um... And so, this is what I kept kind of feeling as I was, you know, thinking and, you know, I guess talking to God, trying to figure out what it would be. Okay, you can't drive a car on empty. You can't, every now and again, you have to check the gauge of the car. Because if you don't, you will automatically stop on the road. And sometimes... You may get picked up along the way, but most times you're going to have to call for some help. You're going to have to call, you know, for some backup so that they can help restart your car. And it's so it is like with our purpose. If we're not aligned with our purpose, we're automatically stop. We're automatically living out our false Narrative, a false of who, example of who God called us to be in the earth. We are not operating at a hundred degrees, at a hundred percent. We're not operating at the best of ourselves. We really aren't, because in anything that operates outside of God's purpose and out of His realm of what what He designed it for, will never be successful. You will never be successful trying to be. Something you're not trying to operate in a space that you are not purposed and graced for. So, why are you trying to do it? You're wondering why you're not having success in business. You were never created to be in business. You were created. Your purpose is cooking. Your purpose is uh, encouraging people. So, why spend the rest of your life walking out of a purpose that does not fit you, that does not grace you? You know, Romans 8 28 tells us all things work together. So even the bad stuff, even the stuff we caused, even the stuff when we fall short, even the stuff when I, we knock our own heads and 
God is telling us to go left and we still try to go right because we somehow think we know better than him. We we, we have some um unbelievable narcissism to think that we we know better than the one who created the earth. Hmm. We we're so much smarter than him. Even when we're trying to do that, he still is saying it is working for your good. Everything that doesn't feel like it's serving you in this moment, it's working for your good. You know, I was I'm reminded of a moment and and it continuously moments from um, two thousand and seventeen I was diagnosed with a rare skin cancer. I'm sitting there and I'm like God, there's a doctor's telling me, and it feels like Willa Wonka. And I've probably told this story on another episode, but I'm hoping it blesses somebody now again. And I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to figure out what what is this person saying? This can't, this cannot be real. I had two choices. I have a great, and I thank God for my family. Oh, my God. I could not survive any life storms without my family and friends. They're the most, they're the best gift. They get on my nerves sometimes, but they're, they're the best gift. But, but I had two choices. I either had to trust this scripture that I've been taught the rest of all my life, that Romans 8 and 20 works together. I, I say it all the time. That's my scripture. That's my life story, song. Or I was going to sit over in the corner. And give up and doubt that our God is a healer. I had those two choices. I had to grab my life jacket, which was my favorite scripture, Romans 8 and 20, and remind myself of who he was in my life. There's going to come a moment where you're going to have to do that. That all the scripture and all the prayers and everything that you believe is going to be tested. That was my moment. And I've had some moments since then couple of moments where I've had tests and not knowing what's going on. And even I have some moments now in my personal life right now, we still don't know some things. But thank God I didn't have to have, have chemo or anything, but I had to have a couple of little small procedures. Um, But I was at a moment I had to trust him and believe of his promises. It was easy for me to say, you know, when things are good, that all things work together. <laughs> but what about... When you get that pink slip, what about when cancer comes? What about when death comes? What about when your husband or your wife leaves you? What about if you're raped? Now, I'm not saying these things don't deserve a, a mourning period. But at some point, you got to choose. That is, is Romans 8 and 28 really real in my life? Or whatever your life scripture is? Is it really real? Is this relationship with Christ a real thing? Or am I just talking it? Whatever your purpose is in the earth, the enemy is always going to try you. He doesn't mess with things that don't have value. He really doesn't. If, if your life is easy right now and nothing's been messed with from hell and hell ain't trying to take nothing from you you need to check your purpose gauge and see what you're not doing because obviously you ain't doing something 
You need to get in God's face and check your purpose gauge. Because, man, he messes with something that's busy for the kingdom. He just does. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be the devil if he didn't. All right, y'all. I love you, and I mean it on purpose. Find you. I'm, I'm, this is a challenge that I'm putting for myself, and I'm trying to do it, too. I'm not perfect at it. But it's helping me in the season of not knowing a lot of stuff sometimes and trying to ask God what's next. And I have some things that I need God to move physically and other places in my life. Find your scripture every day. Like something that encourages you and something that even stretches you, something that even corrects you too. And have that time. I'm not good at it, but I'm sure trying to do better at it. Like every night at night. So, something, find new accountability partners. If you know that you're not going to really do it, find somebody. This is before I leave. I just want to encourage you with this thought. Find somebody that you know will make sure you do it, even when you don't feel like doing it. All right, y'all. I love you, and I mean it on purpose. Thanks for joining me on another episode of I'm Still Standing. Peace and blessings. Stay well. Hey guys, thanks for joining another episode of I'm Still Standing. Thanks for being a part of this community. I am honored every time that you guys listen. And uh, head over to Spotify if you want to. It's simply Alex Page. And it's I'm Still Standing. I'll put this latest episode over there um, as soon as possible. But there's a few over there now. Um, thank you guys for joining. You guys can catch me over there on those Instagram streets at AlexPage5656. Or you can catch me on those Facebook streets at Alexandria Page. I would love to communicate with you. And I am on those Twitter streets at AlexPage5959. I would love to talk with you. And you can catch me on AlexPage6060. At gmail.com, alexpage6060 at gmail.com. Had to think about it. Sorry, guys. Got a little bit of a brain freeze on that one. But anyway, thank you for hanging out with me today. So I was thinking about what would I say today. And today, a little nugget that I received as I was thinking and trying to figure out what would be said on this week's episode is simple. Romans 8 and 28. All things work together for the good of them who love God are called according to his purpose. And so today I was going to talk about check your purpose. So I was thinking as I was um, trying to figure out the narrative of what I would say today. Um... And so, this is what I kept kind of feeling as I was, you know, thinking and, you know, I guess talking to God, trying to figure out what it would be. Okay, you can't drive a car on empty. You can't, every now and again, you have to check the gauge of the car. Because if you don't, you will automatically stop on the road. And sometimes... You may get picked up along the way, but most times you're going to have to call for some help. You're going to have to call 
you know, for some backup so that they can help restart your car. And it's so it is like with our purpose. If we're not aligned with our purpose, we're automatically stop. We're automatically living out our false narrative, a false of who, example of who God called us to be in the earth. We are not operating at a hundred degrees, at a hundred percent. We're not operating at the best of ourselves. We really aren't. Because in anything that operates outside of God's purpose and out of his realm of what, what he designed it for will never be successful. You will never be successful trying to be something you're not. Trying to operate in a space that you are not purposed and graced for. So, why are you trying to do it? You're wondering why you're not having success in business. You were never created to be in business. You were created. Your purpose is cooking. Your purpose is uh, encouraging people. So, why spend the rest of your life walking out of a purpose that does not fit you, that does not grace you? You know, Romans 8 28 tells us all things work together. So, even the bad stuff, even the stuff we caused, even the stuff when we fall short, even the stuff when I, we knock our own heads and God is telling us to go left and we still try to go right because we somehow think we know better than him. We we, we have some um, unbelievable narcissism to think that we, we know better than the one who created the earth. Hmm. We, we're so much smarter than him. Even when we're trying to do that, he's still is saying, it's working for your good. Everything that doesn't feel like it's serving you in this moment, it's working for your good. You know, I was I'm reminded of a moment and and it continuously moments um two thousand seventeen I was diagnosed with a rare skin cancer. I'm sitting there and I'm like, God there's a doctor's telling me and it feels like Willa Wonka. And I've probably told this story on another episode, but I'm hoping it blesses somebody now again. And I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to figure out what, what is this person saying? This can't, this cannot be real. I had two choices. I have a great, and I thank God for my family. Oh my God, I could not survive any life storms without my family and friends. They're the most, they're the best gift. They get on my nerves sometimes, but they're, they're the best gift. But, but I had two choices. I either had to trust this scripture that I've been taught the rest of all my life, that Romans 8 and 28 works together. I, I say it all the time. That's my scripture. That's my life song. Or I was going to sit over in the corner and give up and doubt that our God is a healer. I had those two choices. I had to grab my life jacket, which was my favorite scripture, Romans 8 and 20, and remind myself of who he was in my life. There's going to come a moment where you're going to have to do that. That all the scripture and all the prayers and everything that you believe is going to be tested. That was my moment. And I've had some moments since then, a couple of moments where I've had tests and not knowing what's going on. And even I have some moments now in my personal life right now, we still don't know some things. 
But thank God I didn't have to have, have chemo or anything, but I had to have a couple of little small procedures. Um, but I was at a moment I had to trust him and believe of his promises. It was easy for me to say, you know, when things are good, that all things work together. <laughs> but what about when you get that pink slip? What about when cancer comes? What about when death comes? What about when your husband or your wife leaves you? What about if you're raped? Now, I'm not saying these things don't deserve a, a mourning period. But at some point, you got to choose. Is Romans 8 and 28 really real in my life? Or whatever your life scripture is? Is it really real? Is this relationship with Christ a real thing? Or am I just talking it? Whatever your purpose is in the earth, the enemy is always going to try you. He doesn't mess with things that don't have value. He really doesn't. If, if your life is easy right now and nothing's been messed with from hell and hell ain't tried to take nothing from you, then you need to check your purpose gauge and see what you're not doing because obviously you ain't doing something. You need to get in God's face and check your purpose gauge because, man, he messes with something that's busy for the kingdom. He just does. He wouldn't be, he wouldn't be the devil if he didn't. All right, y'all. I love you, and I mean it on purpose. Find you. I'm, I'm, uh, this is a challenge that I'm putting for myself, and I'm trying to do it, too. I'm not perfect at it, but it's helping me in, in the season of not knowing a lot of stuff sometimes. And, Trying to ask God what's next, and I have some things that I need God to move physically and other places in my life. Find your scripture every day, like something that encourages you, and something that even stretches you, something that even corrects you too, and have that time. I'm not good at it, but I'm sure trying to do better at it, like every night at night. So. Something find new accountability partners. If you know that you're not gonna really do it, find somebody. This is for I leave. I just want to encourage you with this thought. Find somebody that you know will make sure you do it, even when you don't feel like doing it. All right, y'all. I love you, and I mean it on purpose. Thanks for joining me on another episode of I'm Still Standing. Peace and blessings. Stay well.